Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have pen and paper because I'm going to explain to you something that you weren't aware of. Sorry, I didn't record that. Are we starting? Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, because we were talking about how... Come back to Tinfoil Radio. Uh, our previous episode, we talked about Glenn Beck. Yes. Uh, we talked about all the radio stations he worked at, and we kept saying all the call letters. So I was like, we should intro the show with, this is WTFI <laughs> with Jake and Tyler. <laughs> we're blasting off to New Horizons 3, 2... Yeah! Oh, there's our station chimp! WTFI. You were supposed to do the chimp noises. <laughs> no, don't open the window. We're in space, monkey. <laughs> Dumb, stupid monkey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was our morning zoo tryout. Were you listening, Atlanta? <laughs> hey, um, so real quick. Sure. You, um, Before we get into the show, I just want to remind our viewers what... Because it's, I know it's Glenn Beck Part Two, but what episode is this in the grand? Is it sixteen, seventeen? This is episode eighteen. Can you believe we've been doing this for eighteen episodes? Eighteen it weeks. Seems, it hardly seems like. Have we done any episodes that were not during the coronavirus? Maybe the first. We three. had a, like a month. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We started in January, like the Just third week up of with January. The people still playing the drinking game. <laughs> so yeah, we've uh, we've been doing this for eighteen weeks. And the world around us keeps getting stranger. Um, at some point, I would like to cover what's going on right now, but it's such an undertaking. Because then you got to take your pick. We did once. Do we do Obamagate? Do no. we do all that? No, because it feels like a waste. It's of time. also yeah. Anyway, well, I, I'm not. not I'm to not get s- into all that. I'm not saying we won't do it at some point, but until we know sure. definitively, definitively what happened. You were talking about something uh, earlier about uh, RoboCop. Oh yeah, because so, we like to we like to also tell the audience what we're watching and reading. Yeah, because believe it or not, we do not sit there, you know, just knee deep in Alex Jones and Glenn Beck all the time. <laughs> you want to know why Jeff Bezos is about to become the world's first trillionaire? Why? Because Amazon delivers to bunkers, baby. That's right. We've been bored. And we've been streaming. Oh, my. Oh. Uh, so, for starters... E-books. <laughs> Sorry. I'm very excited because I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. I'm a big yeah. oh. video game guy in general. You showed me this. Yeah. So, I'm really excited because the new DLC is coming, and RoboCop is one of the guest characters, and it looks dope. What, what is DLC? Downloadable content. So, it's like uh, you have the base game that came out last year. This is another... 40 to 50 60 dollars depending on what version you have which is stupid in and of itself but regardless um it adds more characters and it adds an extra story mm-hmm. and i don't play video games so yeah. I, I mean if i do i play mad well what it. i did i i didn't buy the combat pack that came out which was six fighters uh-huh. six dlc fighters and i didn't buy it because i was like eh, whatever yeah and then this pack comes out and i'm like i might as well just get both 
So I bought the bundle, so I have like nine new fighters and a new story. I'm excited. But because of that, I've been going down a rabbit hole on RoboCop. And well, I started. What was re- one of the fighters that you unloaded, uh, downloaded, Jake? Well, I played with the Terminator last night. Right, but you got RoboCop, right? Not yet. He comes oh. out Tuesday, I think. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> you don't even like video games. You showed me the video no, of yeah. like, uh, RoboCop's finishing But moves because of that, like, yeah. I went down a rabbit hole, and I have Comixology Unlimited, which if you like comic books- They're both huge RoboCop fans. Yes. If you like comic books, get Comixology Unlimited. They're not paying me to say this. I wish they would, but they're not. Right. It's six bucks a month, and there are tons of comic books on there. You like, should reach all, out to them. Almost all of uh, the RoboCop catalog- you can get it. Did with you unlimited. reach out to Dan Aykroyd? I did not. God damn it! I'm sorry, but uh, I, anyway, I was reading a comic book version of the first draft scripts of RoboCop two and three that were written by oh. Frank Miller. Okay, and it's interesting because they open up the comic book with the the movie script, the screenplay, and then the next page. Next two pages, you see all of what you just read in the panels to show, like, oh, this is exactly what his movie would look like. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. bonkers. But you know what? It was actually a fun read. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different moments of Frank Millerness in it. And if you're a fan of comic books, you know what I'm talking it's about. It's not him as the artist. He's not the artist. You said. Yeah. Think, right? Well, he wrote it. This right, is, but is he the artist? No, he has, I don't think he has anything to do with it. Uh, there are two different artists that worked on it. Cause oh, you, are they just literally... Uh, I mean, they're, is, they're completely adapting his screenplay. Oh, okay, okay. And it's pretty cool. And That's I, pretty cool. If the artists have kind of like... Yeah, and I'm saying that... Freedom over what to show they and should, stuff, that's pretty cool. There should be more comic books like that, because there's a lot of failed What's movie really scripts funny, though, that would make cool comic books. Is um, When I was a kid, I used to read uh, these ma- uh, magazines like Fangoria, and um, I can't remember the other ones, but they were all these like fanzines for like you know Star Trek and Star Wars and horror movies and, and creature features and all that stuff, and they would have movie news, you know, and back this was back toward the internet. And they had a whole, my brother bought one at a newsstand, and they had a whole um, thing, uh, article, uh, segment on the failed RoboCop 2 sequel that was going to be yeah. done by, uh, who was it Newmeyer who wrote it? Yeah, Ed Newmeyer. Yeah, he, he Him wrote and, uh, a second, guy. He, wrote a, he wrote a draft of, uh, for a It's called The two. Corporate Wars. Right, and it was just fucking crazy. That's, a, that's another thing I will say about Frank Miller's RoboCop. It definitely understands its tone. Like sometimes it definitely goes over the top with its violence, and it because that's just Frank Miller. Um, I think they oversexualized. Um, God, what's her name? Lewis. They oversexualized, dude. At, at the end of part two, I had two, a crush on Lewis when I was a kid. By the way, but the, I had a crush on most ladies in movies. I was. I really like ladies. I, at the end, at the end of RoboCop two, she is literally in nothing but a bra and panties. Like her clothes, progressively get worn and torn and ripped off throughout the movie, and you never think, She's hey, maybe in distress. yeah, Which sucks because well, like, it's Frank she Miller, opens dude. the first movie by it, kicking the shit out of some dude. That's and, my that's my and problem. He's like, Whoa, that's my big problem with it is her characterization and. There are some hard F words, and I mean the slur, in this a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very indicative yeah. of its time. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I think it's so wrong. So this was written. But 
I mean, RoboCop 2 late came 80, out. Late, late, early 90s is what you're saying? This was written by Frank Miller around yeah. that time-ish? It would have been and late 80s. It's being adapted now. It was 2003 when this came out, but... What the um, fuck? Yeah, just, it was available now. I'm not I, sure. Anyway, well, I'm sorry. We're, we're wasting too much time on this. <laughs> uh, but no, I've been reading RoboCop. So that's that's been my bright spots. You know, more Mortal Kombat, RoboCop, all that fun stuff. So I'm excited. Uh, very quickly, do you have any bright spots you want to share with this week? Um, share with us. I, this week? I've been uh, I've been watching Afterlife, uh, that Ricky yeah, Gervais show, yeah. which I really really dig because uh, it's honestly it's it's made me laugh, it's made me cry. It was much better than Cats. Seriously though, it's it's a it's depressing and dark comedy. Yeah, but it's very life affirming. Mm. Yeah, it's very like oh it's actually God. you know sentimental and sweet. Yeah, well, Ricky Gervais is one of those odd cats. The Invention yeah. of Lying is a vastly underrated movie. There, that's another movie that has oh. the F-word slur in it when I was like, whoa, this is 2009. <laughs> yeah, they say the C-word a lot in Afterlife. Cause in, that's, that's just how they are about over there, this, yeah. In Europe and a lot of other places, the C-word is not, yeah. Yeah. I need to check it out. Uh, I know both seasons are up now. I have not watched any of it, so I might have to check Oh, it and out. HBO took down all of their free content. I bought HBO Max. Okay, but they did. I'm just saying. I, was, I, I have the whole Wire uh, season. This is d- quick. I have the whole got, Wire season gotta, on got, DVD. We got to talk about Glenda. I have the whole Wire season on, uh, series on DVD, but we have liked watching it on Hulu and Roku because it just streams by itself when you just watch it in the background. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I tried to watch it, and I could only watch episode one, and then I was like, well, I don't want to get out the DVD player and shit, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Part two. Let's talk about Glenny Beck. Let's um, talk about Beck, baby. <laughs> okay. No, I'll keep going. I liked it. Um, before, I'm just going to tell you now, there will be a timestamp. So I know that some people like us to talk about the stories and get into that. And I understand we can get off topic. So like, I'm saying that 925 is when we actually start talking about Glenn Beck. Oh, you're going to put like So they can thing? click it and s- skip to that part. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm thinking sounds, of people. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah. You're going to miss a lot of great stuff. I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> no, I ran into some uh, <laughs> listeners of the show, some friends of mine, and uh, they gave us some okay, so what constructive were, criticism. A, what were they either, A, what were you driving on the sidewalk for, or what were they walking in the street for? That's a great question. You ran into them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know who we ran into someone? Many. You know who probably ran someone over? Probably Glenn Beck. No, hey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nice no, segue. but uh, we're gonna. See, that's why he. That's why he does the that's show. That's why I'm driving the boat. Yep, steering the I'm ship. I'm in the back, lighting firecrackers and get on there, damn it! Shooting at monkeys. All right, so Glenn Beck, part two. This one we're gonna call it. He's not a conspiracy conspiracy theorist uh-huh. because. Throughout the show, I will show to you that he very much is a conspiracy theorist. So what's the title for? Is that because that's what he thinks he is? Yeah. We that's played a clip last week is. when he said that the media has created this idea that he's a conspiracy theorist because it's their narrative that they want to tell. And I'm like, well, Glenn, there's a lot of proof throughout your career mm. that you sound a lot like Alex Jones, and we will definitely touch on that. But first... I'm not as gruff. He does have a great radio voice. Yes. I'm much better broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> so in the first episode yeah, about Glenn true. Beck, we talked about his early career, his morning zoo, uh, shock, hey! jo- shock jock stylings. Did at the beginning of the show. Yes, uh, that's just to give you a glimpse of who he was, because it's kind of weird to see that path. Usually, when you have guys in this business, it's usually they knew right away that they were going to be 
a radio talking head. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't that way for Glenn at first. So now we're going to jump into him hitting the biggest success he had, getting a TV show. and Which is where I was introduced to him. Which... On accident. Yes, me as well. Like a lot of people I've talked to, actually. Well, yeah, and like I said at the end of the first episode, I had a family that watched Fox News, still watches Fox News, and um, at the time I didn't know anything really about politics, so I latched on to Glenn Beck, because I will say this, he is crazy and off the wall, but he is entertaining. When I watch him, I'm not bored, because I'm like, how can he jump through these hoops? Who, Glenn Beck? Yes. Okay. Especially when he brings out the condescending chalkboards, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. See, uh, so I worked in Denver, like an all-night right. pool hall, and they had this wall of TVs just showing all sorts of cable shows. Mm-hmm. And I would be, I worked the overnight, so the graveyard shift, so there was a lot of times. Where they do, like, the replay of... No, but I would just, I would have a lot of time. Not a lot of people were eating all night, so I would have a lot of time just sitting there smoking and watching TV, and I remember that they would have Glenn Beck, like, on CNN, I believe. He was on uh, HLN. Oh well, you know what? You're right. He was. No, he might have been on both. I, I'm not sure which one. I don't even. It could have been Fox it, News, but actually, he went to. We'll get to that. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, that's how I got kind of introduced to him. After the huge success of the Glenn Beck radio program, he uh, he got a gig at CNN's headline news. HLN um, for you in the back, which is what they would become in January 2006. Beck was given his own TV show titled Glenn Beck. Pretty mm-hmm. simple. It was placed on LHN. HLNs. <laughs> I hate. Why do I read these scripts? I'm terrible at reading aloud. <laughs> HLN's no, new primetime block. His popularity continued to soar and finished second only behind Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace sucks. She should be her own episode. She su- yeah. Can we? We should. She yeah. just sucks. <laughs> she's, she's prominently featured in a movie that I really like and I hate it. What movie? Ah, I'm trying to think now. Damn it. You know what? While we're talking, I'll look it up. You know what? You, babe, hey man, listen. You're on steroids because you, you're a wrestler, and I hate wrestlers. You know what? I hate drugs. I hate liars. Yeah, she was terrible. The HLN version of the show <laughs> would liars. would end in 2008. So this is when he started to become a household name, and I had gotten glimpse of him at HLN. Uh, when he was doing all this stuff, you know, before he became big. And even then I was watching and I'm thinking this guy is too big for HLN. This is a guy that is going to eventually show up on the bigger networks. Uh, just just because, he, like you said, he has great delivery. He's a very good broadcaster. Now the content that he has I definitely don't agree with and I think is wrong most of the time. But... Are you done? I'm listening. What? Who cares about what movie Nancy Grace is in? I love you. What? I just <laughs> so yeah, he definitely looked like he was going to be a superstar on the right, and he sure was. Because that is when he jumps to Fox News. Mm. Uh, you know what? She's a prominent part of season five of The Wire. The Wire. There you go. And I freaking hate her. She's on Law and Order sometimes too. You figured it out. I hate her. Whoa, that's not nice. <laughs> so, um, so we jumped to Fox News, which sure. is where you really hit the big time. Although that might become Newsmax after a little while, because that's where Sean Spicer is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with the thing with him going to Fox News, like I was just saying, it seemed like a perfect fit, and I think it 
should have been a longer thing. He should have been at Fox oh, he's News. He's the blaze? Ugh. Yeah. So shortly after ending his show on HLN, Beck jumped to the big leagues, Fox News. This is where Glenn Beck probably received his most notoriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where his infamous chalkboard segments were born. And I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen these? I don't think so. Because uh, I'm pretty sure, like, I remember I saw him, like, he wasn't that bad. So it must have been HLN before he got Yeah, nutty. I think he really explodes into full-blown conspiracy theorists when I'm sure he I've, like, goes to Fox News. I've been aware of it at some point, but I honestly don't follow the right-wing nuts as closely as you. Man. And that's not to say that you follow them. I'm saying, like, you... I make fun of them a lot. Yeah, but you you research them, I guess. Well, it's, you know, yeah, we don't follow them. I don't follow. <laughs> we're them. working on another project that we can't talk about yet, uh-huh. and I uh, did a lot of research for that. But and it's what I said. We did a lot of research for it, and um, the thing with Glenn, I think that's what drew me to him was the chalkboard stuff, because when so what like what kind of stuff do you do? He would just pull. He would have like two or three. Chalkboards lined up next okay. to each other, uh-huh. and then he would have all these different diagrams and phrases and words. And there's one segment I'll have to pull it up. It's amazing. I don't have it in my clips, but uh, does it make you want to punch him in the face? It just no. It makes you laugh just how oh, stupid okay, it is because he spelled oligarch. He was talking about Obama. Yeah, and he uses all these letters and circles all of them to spell oligarchy, and he f- spells it wrong. I think he forgets like a C or something. Yeah. And it's, right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And he has, but this is the thing. This is why people latch onto him. While that is stupid and obviously stupid, yeah, he still nails it because he has all the confidence in the world. Oh boy, to not Have even notice him? how bad he fucked Have up. Have you heard him on the radio? Exactly. Boy, uh, it's a voice that could melt butter. <laughs> I I hate to say it, but yeah, it's. Pretty, pretty awesome. Just look up Glenn Beck Oligarchy on YouTube and have a laugh. It's great. Um, so, yeah, this is... A-L-G-C-R-F-H-Y. <laughs> so, uh, this, like I was saying, I definitely think this is where Glenn Beck... Hits a stride. Well, yes and no. Glenn I, I, Beck be clown. I think this was <laughs> a good and Glenn bad Beck. thing for him. Okay. Because I think that this was a chance for him to get that fame that he always chased. But the problem is, I think it got too much to his head. And that's why he starts... Because some of these conspiracy theories we're going to be talking about tonight are just absolutely bonkers. Like, I can't believe that somebody would say this. I can't forget. (laughs) And really, he's not far off from Alex. Mm -mm. So... (laughs) Um, he had great ratings at Fox News. His show would blues, come to an end, though, blues. in 2011. Now, le- how did it come to an end? Did well, he leave, or did they just say, fuck you? We'll find out. Tyler. What do you mean? Or was it coming up? Yeah, we'll be talking about that. Huh? All right. So, yeah, he left Fox News to start his own media company, The Blaze, and we'll talk more about that next <laughs> week. Hello. The Blaze. Yes, uh, I would like a sandwich for delivery. You guys, y'all got hot and cold sandwiches, right? No, you're thinking of Blaze Pizza. This is the Blaze, the right-wing conspiracy website. No, 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 no. I was thinking you had sandwiches or something like that. You guys have sandwiches, too? You guys have sandwiches? Again, sir, this is a radio station. <laughs> you should have sandwiches. It's like the guy who calls in and says somebody else is, like, too liberal. 
You're right. like, what? What? Uh, so let's get into his biggest cons- conspiracies because that's let's what we did for uh, Alex. No, We're do the same thing much, for Glenn. Damn it. Yeah, I haven't had dinner. I'm hungry. No, uh, we had didn't. What didn't we share a sandwich last week? I believe <laughs> we sure did, buddy. So let's talk about his first conspiracy theory: land back. This one's done. Land backed. I can't read aloud. Land backed U.S. currency you, on KFLA TFN. It's the coffee. I'm drinking a big coffee again. That's no excuse. I've been drinking Coca Cola all day. All right. I'm not the best and, at reading a script. And I'm on a meth bender. Just uh, kidding. Oh, of course. Just kidding. I've never done meth. How'd you get meth in the bunker? I know a guy. Up my butt. All right. So Glenn Beck. Whoa. Really, really hates the idea of American of debt. Of America. Oh. No, American debt. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he even wrote a whole book about it. In 2009, I Beck... I was reading it and it made more sense that way. In 2009, Beck was worried that the U.S. dollar was on the verge of collapse. When isn't it? Oh, it's definitely on it now. Thanks, well, co- fucking, let, thanks COVID. Capitalism r- r- rampant. I mean, <laughs> unchecked capitalism. Sorry. Yes. Get your damn liberal so, beliefs out of Beck, here, pal. Listen here. Hey, hey, Buckle. Hey. That's not how we do things in my neck of the woods. <laughs> you damn hippie. So, due to his worries, Beck theorized that a new currency would be created because there won't be enough gold that could sufficiently support the new currency. It'll force the government to take your land. Okay, before we go on, it's 2009 when he's doing this, right? Yes. Right now, he is a huge proponent of the federal government for various reasons, correct? Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is that all these guys at certain times are anti-federal government and then other times are pro. And it's like, yeah. that's weird. I wonder if it has anything to do with who's... Oh, yeah, that that is just... Because this, this makes me laugh because it's clearly he's trying to people get people to like raise up arms against... Yeah. Like the government, you'll find out in when, 2009. But like seven years later, he's going to be like, you know what? Hey, the government's taking care of you. <laughs> right? Like, wow, that's weird. What changed? Yeah, it 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 is a funny <laughs> thing to look at too, because yeah. all of a sudden, when COVID yeah, ha- when, when the stimulus either. checks came through with the, the coronavirus, same. they were totally against UBI, mm-hmm. and then the minute the government gives a stimulus check, well, we needed it because blah blah blah. Now I'm sure there are some conservatives that were against it, probably. I don't know, Rand Paul, well, whatever. But my point is, like, it's the when you grift, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that you flip flop constantly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because people yeah. have such short it memories matter, with as long that as stuff. You have, and that's what's great about these guys is that they well, have such aren't... a confident tone. And they, I don't know if they rehearse or they've just been doing it for so long, but they're really good at it. Or they have great writers. Well, and I, well, I think it's that people have such short memories with this stuff. People aren't going to go back and check five years when he said this about that. And right, I don't necessarily. And think, even if they do, it'll be like, well, I was blah blah. blah. And even if they could, nobody's going to take your land. No. And like, it's, it, do you remember when we were talking about people like trying to take your guns and how exactly. that would never happen, right? Now, 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 and and horrifyingly, that sort of kind of came true, and like all these people with guns, you know, stormed the. And, dude, and honestly, if I was a cop in that situation, I'd be like, um, what the fuck do you want us to do? <laughs> and that's 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 kind of the same thing. Nobody's gonna take your land because they, no. would, you would literally be like, oh, no fucking way, man. Hey, I think it. Uh, my thing is over mud it, and you would literally, and that's fine. I would probably do the same thing. I get what you're saying, and I think, and I agree with you, and. That's the thing is 
people flip flop all the time. Right. But stir, stirring up that kind of shit, like at least make it. Well, they when, have when to. When you think about it, one like for one second, most of these conspiracies that they dream up. Yeah. When you think about it logically, for like one second, like yeah, they're gonna take my wait. No, they're not gonna take my fucking land. That's stupid. Like literally, and it's just amazing to me it, how many people are just eat this shit up yeah. daily. And, and people people play into it, man. So uh, fucking sad. Everybody's about fear. Critical thinking, people. Everything's about fear. Everything's about scaring you. People bought in, like, I think what's going on with what we're dealing with right now, mm-hmm. I think it's legitimate, but I think there is a little bit of fear-mongering going on. Sure. And I think that both sides do it. The media does it. Everybody does it. Yeah, make no mistake. These guys are just good at profit, <laughs> making money off of it. We're not sitting here going like, oh... No, yeah, we're not the authority on no both sides. Political when are we going to do one of them guys on the left? We there? need to, yeah, we definitely need Who to look we got up on a the lefty. Left, by the way, yeah, we'll think of it. I'm okay. working up Michael Moore. <laughs> you know what? He would actually be pretty good because uh, okay, we'll, yeah. well, we're getting uh, that's not check. bad enough. Beck claims that if you don't comply with government, they'll bring in China. China. Now tell us about that. Yeah, China will police the unruly Americans for a quote piece of our oil. Coal, mineral yeah, reserves, they don't have any of and that land in China. End quote. At all, man. Like, damn, dude. How, how does how does China survive without oil? I will never understand America's relationship with China because clearly these are two countries that don't really like each other, and I think that it's a clash <laughs> of ideas, and they're forced to be. What was I just doing? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> And it's a it's a weird clash of ideas because you have a Chinese communist government, you have an American capitalist. It's like the old Vulcan proverb: only Nixon could go to China. <laughs> yes, you're right. So it's always China. It's always Nazis. It's always China. It's always uh, there's another one in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, China <laughs> will police the unruly people. He goes on to say that the groundwork had already been laid. Yeah. Quote: Look, America. Look, America. I'm hoping I'm hoping that I'm wrong about this, but I can't figure out anything else. End quote. Was that pretty good? Yeah. See, By the way, you got uh, to do Glenn Beck because his voice is kind of every man, but it's not. Yeah. And he's very concise and very he he enunciates very, and he's got these dramatic. He's mm, he uh, milks the shit. Tyler. Yeah. That was in 2009. Yeah, uh, so, did the Chinese take our land? And our oil and our mineral reserves. Yeah, they fucking did. Fucking oh damn back, it, dude! Holy Glenn shit! Back. You know we're standing on Chinese land. Let me tell you something. Let me let me hear you let tell me, me something. Doing <laughs> Alex Jones, yeah, uh, and Glenn Beck within striking distance of each other, where they're not, you know, back to back. There's no. a month in between. No, but these guys but radiate you, enough shit holy, that it oh, seems dude, like it's back to back. Dude, these right wingers <laughs> went. Fucking crazy oh when Obama was elected. The, the things that Glenn Beck oh is talking boy. about are insane. Mm. Now, to, to to be fair, I bet you could find those lefties talking about Trump. Sure, it happens all the time. Oh, we've seen it. You know, honestly, MSNBC. Okay. Look at MSNBC, man. Real quick, uh, it's clear that I'm uh, kind of left leaning, right? You know what I don't post, like repost, share. Yeah. Um, the stuff that like you know pokes uh, like fun at like. At, at Trump, like, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with policy. Just like a meme? 
like stuff with like uh, when they when they when they uh, like bring up like Melania posing nude. Oh, like, I'm not gonna share. Yeah, that. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Right, that's not helping anything. Yeah, is my thinking. No, yeah, no, and I I totally agree. So yeah, I mean sometimes I mean, there's dude, a line to be drawn. They lost their shit over Obama wearing a tan suit. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. Yeah. Both sides do that stupid shit. That sensationalism. It's just maybe I just I don't know. All right, so um, we're going to be talking about another conspiracy yeah, theory. This Sunstein, is surrounded by yeah. one person. Yeah. Cass Sunstein. Sounds like a Jewish name. I don't know if he's Jewish or not. Uh, I'm just saying th- because of what he says about this person, that would be ironic. That would be. So President Obama appointed Cass Sunstein to Administrator of White House Office of Information. Good Lord, that's a mouthful. The OOI? <laughs> Shit. The Dude, WHO. Those guys don't fuck around, man. That's the acronym. So, okay, so like the uh, Secret Service. Okay, you keep going. This didn't sit well with good old Glenny B. Who's Glenny B? Oh. (laughs) He launched a smear campaign against Sunstein on his Fox News show, and uh, we're going to play a clip of that. About five days ago on the radio, I uh, said, we need to go back and listen to FDR's second Bill of Rights, and I played it, and I was preparing a show for you. I don't know the context of this, but it doesn't matter. And I said, we're headed in this direction. Well, lo and behold, what do we find out about the new czar today? Cass Sunstein's take on FDR's second Bill of Rights that you probably don't even know about. Listen to this. Because it's not real. And what Roosevelt did in altering American government's aspirations for its citizens uh, is captured in the second Bill of Rights better than anywhere. So if we want to see a catalog of what the leader of the greatest generation... I don't know what's going on there. I think somebody has a hot mic. inspired to do, the second Bill of Rights gets at it better uh, than anything. It's, it's the second guy... Second Bill of Rights, America, you see if this sounds familiar. Correct? And tell, help me out if I'm wrong. Sure. So, sure. So, somehow, he's Cass... He's not going to help him out when he's wrong, because he's wrong the whole time, and he hasn't helped him out yet, so just don't count yeah. on that guy. Somehow... Stop counting on that guy. Cass Sunstein, Sunstein, sorry, uh, was talking about a second Bill of Rights. And, you know, that's a big thing. The second Bill of Rights, you don't know you're going to be losing. And somehow they're going to restructure America. Again, I want to really stress this. These motherfuckers lost their minds when Obama was president. This is just the beginning of crazy shit. Hey, you want to know something crazy about the Founding Fathers? They designed the Constitution to be amended, to change as time changed. Isn't that the phrase living document or whatever? So, like, this whole, I I can't believe we haven't had, like, an amendment to the Constitution since, like, what, 1960-something? Yeah, I know. Maybe? and this is the things that I want to talk about, because... God forbid you change, like, things to to make them better for our world now. this This is how... Political science works, man. You yeah. you, you it find do- it doesn't a character. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. it doesn't exactly. You find a character <laughs> uh-huh. and you want to demonize, demonize them. them, and you do it for anybody that any. I've seen it happen you to do Trump. It loud and long, loud enough and long enough, and somebody will go, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah." And I've seen man. it. I've seen it happen to Trump. Now, to be fair, a lot of his choices are very bad. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend they are. So Beck would go on to say that Sunstein is, quote, the most evil man in America, end quote, and the quote, end quote, the invisible hand that's pushing you, end quote. He also said that Sunstein is a Nazi 
and wants to make a second Bill of Rights, as we heard in that clip, and he would be responsible for many deaths. I.e., what I said about him, uh, if he's Jewish, like what he, what Glenn Beck said about Sunstein is very ironic, because that's really, I, I really seriously doubt it. I mean, I yeah. really don't think so anyway, because... Um, I don't remember. I, I have heard of an administration hiring mm-hmm. known nationalists, but it wasn't Obama. Yeah. It's, so just, well, this is the problem. I might have missed it. I don't know. <laughs> this is the problem that happens with this is uh, this was around the time. you know. I think it really picked up, and I could be wrong here, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in the Bush era, that's when people were really starting to demonize him as a president and calling him things like a, uh, a a fascist and a dictator Ooh. and a not they people were calling Bush that and then people were calling like you see here they're calling members of Obama's administration a Nazi and that like keep doing that it's going to desensitize you to this stuff and then when there's actually really bad people uh they and corrupt people they get away with it because we've allowed it to happen I know isn't it a fucking shit <laughs> and that's partially why we do this show I want to help show you that these aren't experts on these things these are people just making shit up as they go yep they're just making this shit up i've often thought about uh you and i uh you would help me do this uh i would be some sort of like a left wing type of thing but we'd have to like really write that like because i would have to rehearse it like these guys do right i'd have to be able to to spew shit from end to end without going um because we were talking about this um, on both sides, what makes these guys or, and women uh, really, really good is that they 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 are very good at it because they've done it a long time, and and you rarely hear them go um. And when Rush does it, you said Rush does it. It's only usually when he's yeah, but with he's tra- he's kind of being dramatic though, like ah, oh. yeah, like he's not. Yeah. Also, he can't hear, and he's also <laughs> a former drug addict. I just saying these things because so am I. <laughs> and and I can uh, say it, and say I don't know. I don't like how he demonizes the whole thing because, hey man, you're not perfect either, dude. No, and yeah, it's just. Also, Glenn Beck asked if somebody had a, a, a thing in the, on the air. The uh, miscarriage, uh, miscarriage. Yeah. So honestly, I'm automatically better than Glenn Beck. <laughs> Auto fucking matter. Well, you know what's funny is. Hey, are you better than Rush Limbaugh? I think I am. I think this is hitting me. Where I where I was with Alex after the last episode, I was done. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. Are you starting? I'm starting to feel that with. Well, I finished the research on Glenn Beck a a couple weeks in advance, and by the time I got to the third one, I was very angry because where this story goes and the trajectory we're going on yeah uh he he's a piece of work he really is so you know wasn't this guy at like the big convention this year he was at cpac yep uh which is like where um by the way your the the president of the united states was this year yep um so just an idea of how close this guy is (laughs) that's kind of scary i'm just going to tell you that in 2015 to 2018, he was a staunch never Trumper. We're gonna we're gonna get into that next week. But that's why it's funny that Alex Jones. Yeah, we we we. It's we, like we said we they kind of delved into that during right. the Alex Jones episode. Yeah, it's it, they're they're pretzels. Irony <laughs> is lost on these people. They're pretzels. They can bend any way they need to. Bend me oh man, I should get a giant pretzel. I'm hungry. Should I eat sandwiches and some pretzels? <laughs> now, 
Amazon. So the progressive time bomb is another conspiracy theory. in his pocket. Yes. Which, if I remember correctly, I think it's still going on now. Every time you say by the end of 2009, Beck claimed that he had a plan to cure the nation. All I can think of is like. You know, like just Beck, like the you know, like just some Beck funky rap. Shit I know it's and funny like whenever funky as shit, and he's just like, I've got a plan to kill. You know, it's just like, what the fuck is that a new Beck single? Fuck yeah, dude. Well, with it, we did Alex. I just said Alex. So this yeah. one, I can't say Glenn. Glenn's yeah. not as I don't know. Plus, yeah, I was Beck almost sounds I, I stronger almost named uh, Glenn or Vance. Glenn is such a dad name. <laughs> that was my grandpa's day name. So, yeah, by uh, he said he had a cure for the nation, which, according to Beck, was the result of a, I quote, ticking time bomb that they designed about 100 years ago at the beginning of the progressive movement, end dumb. quote. This is what I'm talking about. If he proposes this plan, who does he sound like? He sounds like InfoWars because he is he's just putting, again, he's making shit up. He says, you know what? We're going to start 100 years ago, and this has been a slow burn. What part of a political coup do you think is a slow burn? You know what's really funny? I've read through this entire like, this section, real. And, and we'll get through it. Yes. But I've already read through it, and, and I just have to say, um, at the beginning he says he has a plan to cure the nation. Let's, let's keep that in mind as we go through this next <laughs> section, because he said he had a plan to cure the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So where are we? A ticking time bomb. Beck believed that old progressives that would lay a plan that over time would create a socialist utopia for the United States. And honestly, was that would that be so fucking bad? Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> well, the, but this is the thing. This was in 2009. They're not talking about Bernie Sanders. They're talking about Barack Obama. And, and he's stating his case, which is, you know, uh, he said, I have a plan to cure the nation. Like, why? what's wrong with the nation? And Glenn Beck goes, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then he continues with his theory by stating what about yeah so he says that it starts with Woodrow Wilson who he quotes says one ev- one evil yeah, SOB Woodrow Wilson was a shit yeah. bad dude he was and he was Theodore, a racist piece of shit and Theodore Roosevelt were the quote bomb makers now that makes me laugh because right. Teddy Roosevelt was one of the better presidents that we had we wouldn't have national parks we wouldn't have all the wildlife preservation we have if it weren't for Teddy Roosevelt and he shares a birthday with me and he was a cop and he got shot and then still did a speech. Yeah. He was like, F you, buddy. Teddy now, Roosevelt. Granted, he was bull moose, but whatever. If there's conspiracy, and I'm sure there are, if there's conspiracies around him, you better believe we'll do a fucking Teddy Roosevelt episode. Teddy Roosevelt's the man. Yeah. We'll have Paul on for this, because Paul, for that, because Paul Teddy Roosevelt loves Teddy Roosevelt. Is fucking insane. His, so, he's, yeah. This is a 100 year time bomb that was put, it, put, that was put in into place. place by Woodrow Wilson in the. Okay. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. See, I read FDR earlier, but yeah, go ahead. He do- he talks about FDR multiple times. Well, they're related, sort of. Well, those damn left-wing Roosevelts. Right. Messing up the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, where were we? Uh, uh, Beck uh, would use this as a broader criticism of progressivism. Yep. Which at one point he called, quote, the cancer of America and eating our constitution. Also, the big evidence that he had... Wasn't true because but, we don't have a socialist utopia. Mm-hmm. But what, Tyler? He's not a conspiracy theorist. He's not a conspiracy also, theorist. You, did you notice how? Okay, audience. Now we just played a cool game where I said, you know, he had a plan to cure the nation because he said he did, didn't he? Yeah. Now we just got to the end of that section, and I don't know about you, but I didn't hear one fucking thing about a cure. No. 
I just heard a bunch of bullshit about bullshit about bullshit heaped on bullshit. And it's then, all like, and then he was like, "All right, tomorrow we're going to talk about like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, 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 you said you had a fucking cure for this shit, yep. asshole. You don't get off that lightly, right? But he does, right? And and that's just how they operate. They come out with this big thesis, you know, and then really they never deliver on it. Is deliver you know, on it. I want to watch my Survivor, my Bachelor, my other things about people that live lives that are not my own. I don't have time." To check these facts, all right? Like it's just it's progressive. It's it's critical thinking. Should I cross the street with all these cars coming? And I know that some could argue. No. And I know that some could argue. Uh, what, literally, yeah. What we're doing here with talking about him is unfair because these are we have the ability of hindsight that he doesn't have in two thousand nine. Never believe this dumb but, shit. Believe me, he still talks like this to this day. In 2009, I wouldn't have listened to this and been like, what? Right. Hey, hey, uh, Jake Williams, who I don't know for another 11 years. Anyway. Great socialist utopia we're living in, huh? Right? <laughs> so, Fuck Obama. Like, I never, yeah, this is, I think, dude, a great I, example. I partied my ass off the night Obama got elected because I worked on his campaign. Hope. Change. Anyway. Yeah, so obviously this is bullshit. And to go back a hundred years and to say that it started with, like, it, it plays, it's the idea of the deep state. It's the idea of this shadow government where they're like, hey, we've got to set this in motion because they're not, these conservatives, they're too strong. We have to build this socialist utopia and defeat them or whatever. And it's yeah. just, it's all bullshit. So let's move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Civilian National Security Force. I, I love this one. Do so. On the campaign trail in 2008, Obama mentioned the need to expand AmeriCorps and foreign service, saying, quote, to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. You know what? I got to say it was Obama. Can you do Obama? To have a to civilian have, yeah. national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. Just as well-funded. Yeah, you got to do it like a sing song. I did it. What? You you nailed it, buddy. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, So so this naturally set off alarms for Glenn Beck. Because why would we want our children to have like experience and like see the world and like be a citizen of the world and and know more about stuff and be better critical thinkers? Like, hey, should I cross the street with all these cars coming at me? No. It's literally that easy. Yeah, so then he would say something really dumb. Yes. Obama wanted to make his own personal civilian army. Yeah, to take away your guns. Yes, yes, Tyler. God we damn it. We've been it? through this already. What Nobody's going to do it. What is this all about? Think because about you it. you know that he probably said Tyler, something Tyler, Tyler, it, no, it, it doesn't even... You're, you're missing the point. Oh. It's it's It has guns, well, sure. socialism and Marxism mean that you can't have your own gun? Yeah, they so will. So wouldn't they be employed to take your own gun? I'm just extrapolating. Yes. Yeah, so Sorry. Obama's personal God, uh, hit squad is going to go deploy socialism, Marxism, hippies. anti-colonialism. They're going to stand on every corner and hacky sack all over this nation. <laughs> what do they call those sticks? How does one? What do they call those sticks? You know what I'm talking about? Those hippies that they do, like the... The twirl? Like a twirler? Whatever they are. Anyway. I don't know. (laughs) Baton? Hey, listen, man. Get back to the story. Listen, all right. We're here, and we're going to change your fucking town. First thing we're going to do is we're going to bulldoze all your houses and make a bitchin' 
disc golf course, man. <laughs> Tyler, how does one deploy socialism on another human? You really can't, because, dude, hey, do you want health care? You the got guys, it, pal. Because the guys who are probably going to be doing it are going to be high as fuck. They'll be like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they're all hippies. Hey, man, before we do this, man. Can they we, won't get out of their mom's basement. Can we stop at KFC, man? Oh, no, man. I don't eat that like antibiotics <laughs> chicken, man. Get out of my fucking car, man. So Beck didn't necessarily have an exact Biscuits, dude. <laughs> Beck didn't have an uh, exact mission for the civilian army, but he knew it was bad news bears, pal. <laughs> I mean, I embellished that. He didn't say. Hey, buckle. Quote: This is what Hitler did with the SS. He had his own people. He had the brown shirts and then the SS. Mm. End quote. Uh, the 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 irony of Glenn Beck comparing a black president to Hitler. And saying that, hey, do, I want there to be more... Do we really more... need to explain this? No, I, no, I don't. You guys are smart enough. I you can understand so. how stupid Glenn is. So, yep, that was one of the many times Beck had referred to Obama as Ziffurer. Yeah. Uh, Beck goes on to say that the civilian army is dangerous because it will continue to grow and absorb more of us. There will be no conservatives in this world. No. He believed that the actual members of the TSA were being bribed to unionize under the new Civilian National Security Force. Mm. Uh, probably the funniest thing that Beck said about the CNSF is that Obama would arm the mailmen. The mailmen would spy on us. He literally said that. Barack Obama will arm the mailman so to keep you really, in your home. What's really funny right now is that um, there's kind of a... Um, the post office needs help. The National Post Office, USPS, needs help. Yes. And um, it is kind of under attack by the current administration, which is have a, a habit of you know, uh, dismantling things that Obama had put in place. And that makes sense to me. I mean... Dude, arming I mean, the mailman. Obama was going to arm the mailman. Yeah, Trump. Dude, you're right, Trump. You should be shutting down the USPS because they were going to spy on us. Yeah, exactly. They 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 had they were looking out for it. You see how like critical thinking can just be just tweaked just a hair, and then all of a sudden I'm a fucking moron. Did you see? That? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how this stuff works. It's serious, but it was just that. I just little mm, the, you know? the the leap in logic, right? For Glenn Beck to say, because I mean, go back to the quote. Go back to what Obama said. He said that he wants to have a civilian national civilian national security force that's just as powerful. Just as strong, just as well funded. That's all I said. Did he say I want my I own love, personal love, love hit squad? And if he did have his personal hit squad, wouldn't it be the Secret Service? Right. Wouldn't it start there? Why does he need brown shirts? Right. As Beck would call them, He's or got some the CIA SS? and the FBI and like Delta Force and fucking Green Berets and fucking. SEAL Team 6. Yeah. He doesn't need your dumbass working not... at fucking GameStop. Hey, listen, we need you to put on this khaki shirt and carry a gun and stand opposed. Otherwise, I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. Did you order the code? You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> Sorry, it just became like a whole A Few Good Men thing. No, but nobody, Why do you love that movie so much? Dude, I just we're not saw getting, it again. We're oh, not going to do that. Man. No, but dude, nobody's going to ask the guy at GameStop, to like, hey, man, we need you <laughs> to be to it. protect the to country. You know what? We're fucked if that happens. Can you can you deploy socialism and Marxism on people? Um, I can totally get you past the flaming dragon in Final Fantasy, but I don't know about the country, man. Like, What's outside? Marxism, bro? You want me to go outside of the mall? 
It's sunny out, dude. I could get burned. Listen, before I go, can you get me a cheesesteak? <laughs> In 2010. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the OKC bombing. You know, and we're we're so fucking, like, we are, we're talking about people who are making, like, you know, uh, casting aspersions, and we're just doing it all over the place here. Exactly. I, I can admit it. Anyway. In 2010, Beck believed that Obama was orchestrating a big false flag. He said it was going to be an Oklahoma City bombing style event that Obama would create to connect more with the American people. Quote, they're setting up an Oklahoma City. They are claiming that one is coming and they're already marked and they're already marked the one who caused it. End quote. Uh, can you? Um, I know you've told us before, but um, again, what is a false flag? Uh, kind of describe it. False flags are kind of coined by Infowars where they're the idea of... If it's a big tragedy, it was the government doing it to, and in most cases, it's shooting. So in most cases, it's it's a false flag, so they'll take our guns. They'll create, right, we'll okay, have crisis okay. actors and so, all that. Okay, got you. Okay, so is, um, just real quick, Pizzagate. Mm-hmm. Pizzagate is not- you said something, is, that, is a false flag involved with that? No, maybe, that is not okay. a false flag. That I is totally- No, because that guy shot up the, the okay. he did- he did shoot up the place, but it wasn't. But that was because people are stupid. Yeah. And somebody was like, this pizza place is deep. And this guy was like, I have a gun and nothing to do. The reason I'm, I'm bringing this up, because the best part of this is that he stole this idea from our first profile series. Yes, Glenn Beck stole a conspiracy from Alex fucking Jones. And this is not the first time. Infowars even called Beck out and wrote an article listen, about listen it. Listen here, Beck. I, I think your album, Midnight Vultures, was a load of crap. <laughs> right? So and you say that crap about me? The okay. fact that Alex is so... I'm going to so, milk that Beck joke. Okay. The fact that Alex is so far right, right. makes me laugh. Because right? like Glenn Beck doesn't... Glenn Beck thinks he's a joke, hates him, even though Glenn Beck sometimes steals Alex's ideas, which we will point out here in a second. Um, Ben Shapiro hates him. Like most right wing grifters, do not like Alex Jones because they think he's too crazy. And, but it just makes me laugh because sometimes they share the same things that he says. Pardon my French, but they're about a pussy hair away from each other in terms of ideology. In fact, what is this thing? This is Montesoto. Okay, you know what? Uh, Alex Jones is Thomas Jefferson, and uh, Glenn Beck is Monticello because I'm holding a nickel and it's factual. I, I researched it. <laughs> so flip sides of the same coin, ladies and gentlemen. So the rivalry started there and still rages on to this day, including Infowars posting this video. Now I don't know the exact date when this was posted, but this was on Infowars' show, uh, the nightly news, uh, with some wait a female host. Before we play this clip, it's important to remember Glenn Beck is not a conspiracy theorist. That's true, Tyler. So we'll- stop with your false flag <laughs> so what we're gonna play um any audio you hear from glenn back it's going to be from around 2010 to 2012 and any audio you hear from alex jones and you can tell because of his voice how it changed over the years yeah. alex jones has been saying this crazy shit for a long time so uh here we go here's the clip
It is this, this global government structure. Want to establish a global government system. These are a group of people that believe in global government. Because we know that there is a move towards so a global government. A bringing us into a one world government. A one world government, a new world order. And for many years I've been exposing the criminal activities of the global elite otherwise known as the New World Order. Also known as the New World so that Order. That definitely also sounds like it's public access order. day. So they came been doing up this with the idea of um, the Council of Foreign Relations. And it started something called the Council of Foreign Relations. The uh, Council of Foreign Relations. <laughs> I'm here to ask you about the Council of this Foreign Relations. Well about the Council for of Foreign Relations. Um, this in my hands is yet another piece of legislation, except this is global legislation. This is uh, the Framework Convention on Climate Change from the United Nations. The United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. <laughs> and the Fed, because that's where the money printing is happening. Is printing your own money and printing up money. How, How much money we're printing at the Federal Reserve. Greenspan in the Federal Reserve who set the monetary policy that is now <laughs> could cause a major depression. It's his fault for printing $5 trillion. Obama announced plans for a national ID card. Having a national ID, national ID card worn on your neck is... Yeah, part is now proposing is because those pushing globalism and government control on a global level have mastered the art of hiding it in plain sight. We are going to uncover the truth that has been hidden in plain sight to us. It's hidden in plain view. Little things hidden in plain view. Hidden in plain view. Hidden in plain view. All right. They refer to it as sustainable development. Part, I think is a stretch. Sustainability. Watch out for that word. A couple of assholes. So, there you go. That's how these two overlap. Hold on, I'm eating a Funyun. You know what's really... What? I was eating a Funyun. You know what's really fucked up is after hearing that, I don't believe that Glenn Beck is not a conspiracy theorist anymore. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. In fact, in fact, <clears throat> I'm of the mind almost, don't quote me, that he is. What? Whoa! Hot take! No, and again, I gotta give it up because this was actually well done for InfoWars. Um, but it, it is funny you gotta that... gotta give it up, homie. It is funny how easily they're willing to expose Glenn Beck, but at the same time expose themselves. Of like, well, you guys are both saying stupid shit, and you're both saying bullshit. But it, 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 it really is astonishing. I did not know how linked Glenn Beck actually is to Alex Jones. Uh not not obviously not directly, but it's the six degree six degrees of conspiracy. Six I think. degrees. Mm. That's a good title. Six degrees of conspiracy. Uh oh. Write it down. It looks like Tinfoil Radio is going out the window. Tinfoil Radio Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Stay tuned to the episode for the end credit scene. So yes, as Tyler said, it's important to know that Glenn Beck does not think he's a conspiracy theorist. But he's lying. We're going to jump into his probably his biggest one right here. That's bullshit. Crime Inc. On April 26, 2010, Beck proclaimed that he had a huge story. Not the artist, Glenn Beck. <laughs> I was thinking it when I said it. Uh, it's basically, this one's going to be called Sea Change. I'm a grifter, baby. I mean, it's a departure. I'm uh, doing kind of stripped down, kind of acoustic stuff. It's good stuff, like the strings. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's not going to make you dance. It's going to make you want to smoke a lot of weed and chill in a beanbag. But that's what I'm here for. So, yeah, yeah. so it's basically this. <laughs> 
in order to perpetrate the quote redistribution of wealth scam, scam. that is cap and trade. Yeah. An environmental organization that used to be, have a Barack Obama on its board steered grants to the Chicago Climate Exchange, whose investors include Al Gore. Okay, that makes sense. Fannie Mae. That doesn't make sense. And Goldman and Sachs. That makes no sense. That makes sense. No, it, no, those are two like gigantic fucking like banking industries. They're not. Goldman Sachs is extremely tied to the Democratic Party, though. Really. Oh, yeah, they're huge donors to the Democratic but Party. Isn't Mnuchin a former Goldman Sachs executive, and he's in charge of the Treasury? I don't know. I might be wrong. Let's look that up. Let's not. No, I don't care. <laughs> At the same time, the former CEO... Of Fannie Mae. Yeah. Hey, you know what? By the way, stop calling me Fannie Mae. <laughs> hey, do you want to get a thing on your loans? No. <laughs> it, should alone, it should be free. It should be free. So Fannie Mae secured a patent for carbon trade swap. They managed to steer money to a group called the Emerald Cities Collaborative, which is linked to a Wisconsin college professor dubbed, quote, the wizard, <laughs> by Beck, who has influence over Obama somehow. And no, that is uh, that is actually pulled directly from the MediaMatters.org site. Uh, I'll have you know that why that doesn't make any sense? In my sources. Um, why? There are no Democrats in Wisconsin. At all. Yeah, it seems like a pretty red state. Oh, boy. Guess, uh, it ain't because of the sunburn and the badgers, you know what I'm fucking saying? <laughs> this wasn't the first time he explained the theory to his audience. This is a clip from the Fox News show, uh, the Glenn Beck Cupcakes TV show. Michael Moore. Explaining it with Cupcakes and Michael Moore. I can't wait till we do Michael Moore. Moore. For That's those of you fun. in the audience right now who are going like, I'm oh, sick of you guys talking right about right. Alex Jones and Glenn Beck. We will get to Michael Moore because that'll be fun. Yeah, because fuck Cause Michael Moore. He's just as much of a fucking douche. Exactly. Well, in his own way. All right, so we're going to play the clip of him explaining it with Cupcakes and Michael Moore. I guess before I tell you I what this thing is about to become, <laughs> in case you don't know what cap and trade is, cap and trade is a scheme designed to transfer, we transfer wealth from companies that have. Okay to companies that have not, through regulation of invisible gases. Cass Sunstein, he's the regulatory guy. Cass Sunstein's back. This is going to be so easy. Hey. Let me explain. Remember, it was, it was a scheme. Who loved it the most? Enron. Enron. Enron heavily lobbied for this type of system because they knew. Fucking Kenley, I mean, they dude. Kings of swindle. They knew, whoa, we're going to make so much money because we just bundle up energy and sell it. We don't really create anything. Here's how it works. <laughs> this course, is a before we were evil air rich quotes, company. Energy a big evil rich company in a big evil sure. rich country. So they make all kinds of invisible gas. <laughs> they actually make shoes. For people like in the poor country, but don't worry about that. Don't think about that. What? Where the fuck does that go gas. from there to there? And there's too much invisible gas. So the evil rich company, it either can go out of business evil rich or company. downsize. Stop making shoes for everybody. This isn't Donald or, Trump, by the way. This is Barack Obama. He's talking <clears throat> yeah, about. They can right. buy some of these puffy clouds that way across the water in a not evil poor country is a not evil small company making like one shoe. What so. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's what Shoes. I, that's what I mean. As I, uh, there's a, I know that these clips are longer than usual, and that's, I want cupcakes. And that's deliberate because I want you to understand that in that one minute and twenty five seconds, 
anything he said completely fucking unraveled with any like he, you don't know where he's going half the time he starts somewhere and goes in another direction and he makes you think that he's smart because he has a chalkboard and he gives you this idea that there's authority but if you notice he did it last week in the clips I played from his radio show and he does it here at the end of what he says he always sounds super condescending and and makes it he he takes you in like it's like him grabbing your hand and and guiding you to the next thing like you're not you're, you don't understand hey, that's why i'm here to explain it to you do get him a cookie get him a, don't look at that get over here get a so here's the other here's the last part now this is two minutes again oh, oh, oh. well i'm gonna eat some funions <laughs> i i, I want to point out i understand these clips are longer but that that is a deliberate choice believe me it's to show that he is all over the place so here is clip number two for crime inc they can't even make the pair they just make one shoe so they don't make as many puffy clouds so what do they do this evil rich country a uh, com- company which i hate takes their money and they give it to the not evil small company okay and then they sell them clouds they sell them their invisible gas here hey uh look Psst. i made it just for Won't you buy a cloud. can't see it He's oh, puffing clouds can. right now. It's Good invisible. God. Now how much will you pay? It's great, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So they sell that cloud that doesn't exist over <laughs> here so they can make it. Are we putting <laughs> Man, chewing I noises that. over It almost looks like you're... Funyun sounds? You're just transferring dollars from here to here. But don't think about that too much. Because that looks like Marxism. That's definitely not Marxism. Or Again, a scam. Barack Obama this he's talking about. You're getting hungry. So, have that. <laughs> if you still don't understand it, let me explain it this I'm way. I'm hungry because we live in a socialist utopia Let's and I never get fed. Also, Michael Moore is the evil idiot, rich so please, Which, According to Glenn Beck, we're living in Venezuela, man. this is a poor, skinny model. Been of Venezuela? Gross. Everybody on Earth, according to regulation, can only have 10 cupcakes per person. Well, Jesus Michael Christ. Moore, oh. he loves his cupcakes, as you can tell. <laughs> she, not so much. So he knows she's not eating her 10 cupcake oh, limit. Oh, Jesus Christ. So he buys her 10 cupcake certificates. She sells him. She gets his money. And he gets her certificates. Now, they, she's not providing cupcakes. No, no, no. She just gives him the certificates, the invisible cupcakes. So that way he can eat them. So he now has 20 cupcakes, and she has none. But she's no longer poor. See, it all works out. No, no. What None of this makes sense. fucking say? So he... There's no... So what I gathered from this is he, oh, he is saying... I'm just pissed because the cupcake is invisible. It's not real. I wanted a fucking cupcake. So I think what he's trying to get at God, is... Eat dinner before we do this. These big evil corporations are giving money to these small, poor corporations and selling them on lies of these clouds and all this stuff. And then when he goes into the cupcakes, is he trying to say that you get so much money and you can turn it into food stamps somehow? Is that no what he's getting at? fucking idea. But that's my point. I didn't understand a fucking thing of what he said. And he tried to simplify it by bringing in Michael Moore and cupcakes, and that only made things more confusing. My point is, he does, he's like, I don't know, he's just so stupid. He's so stupid. Uh, Beck, and, and, and you know what? Don't keep going. Folks, yeah. well, just.
to kind of break off that before we go to the next section, here's what the danger of guys like this is. They aren't stupid. They know exactly they to, they what they're to... doing, and what they're doing mm-hmm. is they're being purposefully obtuse and misleading yep. because they know that there are simple-minded people everywhere, not just this country. And then... But they can manipulate these simple-minded people. Right. And then they can change the narrative whenever they want, and they can say, well, this is this started 100 years ago. But it's and then if it doesn't, what they say is going to happen. If that doesn't happen, well, it's not quite here yet. It's still coming. Doomsday conspiracy theorists. Hey, it's going to be two thousand. Oh, we were. You know what? Uh, We carried the six wrong. (laughs) Um, It's actually two thousand ten. The Mayans didn't have this month. Oh, it's two thousand twelve. Actually, it's two thousand twenty. You know what? Might be. Might be. Might be. Might be. Murder hornets. The next is going to come. The sodomy seals. (laughs) <laughs> so this wasn't the first time he, uh, I already read that. So he would be given the name of Crime, Crime Inc. Inc. He thought this was a cool name, I'm assuming. Uh, he was so proud of it that he said, quote, biggest thing we've ever, ever done. Like he felt like he was really exposing well, some government conspiracy. Was, like ate like too much, some kind of food and then took a big old shit. <laughs> You were like biggest thing, biggest thing we've ever ever done. Ever, ever ever done. My so, name is Glenn Beck. <laughs> ever, ever ever done. Ever done has been a giant turd. That is coming crime out Inc. of my ass. It was the turd baby called Crime Inc. And it was Barack Obama's brainchild with the turd coming out of my butt. <laughs> it's turd baby. Uh, so our final conspiracy uh, is another fun <laughs> one. Uh, do you remember in around tw- in 2011, uh, all the stuff that was happening, the big uprising in Egypt and all that change happening? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Va- I-, I remember it vaguely. I mean, I was in high school, so I wasn't really into politics yet. So I don't really remember that. I- I'm a really big fa- fan of like Egy- Egyptian history. <laughs> So, uh, during the revolution that was sweeping Egypt in 2011, Beck saw a chance to pitch this theory of turning America into a Muslim caliphate. (laughs) Boy, oh boy. On his January 31st show, he said, quote, this isn't about politics, this is about world domination, end quote. He also said that this caliphate would control the Middle East and parts of Europe. Isn't it weird that uh, the way that... um like uh, Sharia law, yeah, treats women is the same way that uh, evangelical Christians treat. What? what? Whoa! Oh, that's weird. So yeah, Beck really ran with it. Also, you know what? Um, if you got a fucking fat turd in the government house and he's just robbing the country blind to buy like collars for his fucking dogs and shit. Yeah, you're going to have a little bit of a revolution. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, do you guys know why Iran is controlled by the Shah? Or by, you know, the, uh, sorry, the um, uh, Ayatollah? Yeah. Because England and America installed a Shah. <laughs> that was not really their leader. Uh, we'll talk about that someday. So, this is a clip from his show Yeah, the people the are going to be like, hey, I want some bread. Can you sell one of those dog collars? And after a while, they're are like- Are you done? Yes. <laughs> Well, that's the revolution. I'm just I know, explaining to I, the audience. Now they get it. Okay, good. stopped like four times. I do you have done. bread? Yeah. The, <laughs> do I have bread? No, I do not. So the next day, February 1st, uh, he 
did this on his show, and we're going to play this clip. Sure. I showed you a map at the beginning of the program. It's the caliphate, the, the spread caliphate. of a caliphate. You can't do this by yourself. You need friends. You need allies. Social justice is just part of Islam now. Social justice is all over the globe. And it's weird because so are all the same players here in America. Now we've spread this to the rest of the world. The oh, same God. people are telling you now that the Muslim Brotherhood and the fall of Egypt is all about freedom. It is not. It is not about freedom. It is not about it's democracy. About it is about an Islamic state. There it is. I knew he was going to come back around to that. So, uh, for <laughs> there was a period, a very questionable period of American history when we finally elected a black president like Barack Obama, uh, where we, for some reason, wanted to discredit his presidency and repeatedly say that he's Muslim or he's with the Muslim Brotherhood. And I think, now he's not directly saying that in this clip, but that is where the line of thinking comes from, I think. Also, um, do you think I could have some bread? <laughs> I know. I, not in this socialist I'd like utopia. to feed my kids with some bread. Can you sell one no. of the dog collars? Nope. Not today. Well, looks like revolution's going to happen. <laughs> so the caliphate theory is kind of what led to the end of his time at Fox News. It wasn't just liberals criticizing his, his work now. It was fellow conservatives. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. But they, they no. were like, whoa, Beck, this is too far. This is crazy. He's been on the outs and the Which, ends. to be honest, I don't really get. Because this seems the most benign of everything that happened with him and Fox News and we'll we'll have a bigger breakdown of his arrival and departure of Fox News next week uh, so however this did not stop Beck he won't give up on his silly conspiracy theory uh, he which he would eventually morph it into every other right-wing scapegoat George Soros hey so it was all about George Soros Obama and children named Muhammad Those <laughs> bastards uh, so Beck ended his run with Fox News in June of that year, which is where we will pick up next week to wrap up our coverage of Glenn Do Beck. <laughs> hey, it's not as bad as Alex. Next you know? week, we'll be talking about my big ass new empire called The Blaze. So, Do you believe that The Blaze is a real thing, America? I will say next week might be one of... work on my Glenn Beck. <laughs> Next week might be one of the longer episodes we do. Woo! Uh, we're going over a lot in this next episode. And we're going to be playing a lot of clips, if you like clips. Um, this was an interesting journey. Now, it, it wasn't as bad as it was with Alex. Because Glenn Beck is well, mostly harmless with the stupid shit that he says. Now, I, Yeah, he's he, not... Well, no. As far as I know... He's not I, like openly advocating... Isn't eating there really his neighbor. A difference, honestly, they're both idiots, and they're both really harmful to society. You know, I, 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 mean. I think that Beck is be at one point. Beck was a huge voice for conservatives, and that time that he was on Fox News, he was a big deal. I don't think he's as big of a deal as he is now. I think he found a way to make it work for him with the Blaze. Yeah, but the Blaze is not the inf is not Infowars. Infowars no. is and it ain't Breitbart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it ain't Fox News. Well. No well, matter what he wants to think. No. No, they want to be. I, I I absolutely think he can be dangerous. I do think during the Obama years... Blaze wishes they had the, uh, you know, the ad sales that Fox News does. Yeah. Shit. But I definitely think he did a lot of damage in the Obama years that, as we'll talk about next episode, he tries to go on an apology tour of. <laughs> and 
But then doesn't he say he doesn't? Oh, God, next week's going to be fun because oh it is just you want to. Part of me wants to root for Glenn Beck to do the right thing because he seems like a nice, inviting human being. <laughs> but then he goes on and talks about a caliphate, and he talks about the the, the Chinese taking our land, and the, and. and you see more and more of just how ridiculous he is. And playing a two-minute clip, you're like, what did he say? He just kept talking in circles. Yeah, I have no fucking clue, man. He literally said, I think he's strung together. You, you know what? You know all of those different shows, for long-time listeners, for a long time now. <laughs> long, say long time, long, long. Four-play long time. For a, uh, a while now, we have talked about sending... In conspiracy theories, and we have said, like, hey, if you can't think of one, or if you don't know one, you know, rather than looking one up, just send us, like, five words, and we'll piece them together somehow. Mm -hmm. And honestly, every clip that you played from Glenn Beck is, like, a perfect representation (laughs) of what we would do with those words. Yeah, it literally sounds like he's making it up as he goes along. No, like, somebody, yeah, send him five words and said, make this work, and and he was like, oh, I got it. You want to, well, Wait. you know what? As we wrap up this episode, I'll give you a conspiracy theory. Can I ask one uh, uh, favor for the research next week? Yes. Can you find out if my pillow advertises on the Blaze? Uh, oh, man, you mean I have to listen to like a segment or two of the Blaze? <laughs> no, I think you just look it up. Maybe I'll I'll look into it. If I have to listen to one or two segments of Glenn Beck's <laughs> show, I'm going to be very upset with you. <laughs> but um, I'm Mike Lindell. Here's I Mike like is- my pillow. <laughs> I'm Mike Lindell. It's it's a lot like Ventura. You got to be careful. No, the, no, Mike Lindell. Do Mike Lindell right Mike now. Mike Lindell's voice. I'm Mike Lindell. His voice is. I'm Mike by Lindell, all the crack, dude. Trust me, Mick Lindell. Listen, I. Yeah, used you to, know what? Yeah, it's beside the point. I used to sound like Barry White, and then I smoked crack. Do you okay? want to hear my conspiracy theory? You're not. I got one. Yes. For Glenn Beck and Alex Jones. I'm Mike Lindell. Yes. You notice how they they do radio uh-huh. and it's TV, but they don't have headphones on. They have the earpiece. Right? That's because somebody's talking to them and telling That's them. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. getting what you said. They're getting the five words or the f- talking points, and then they have to string it that up. That would be interesting if they were like, okay, Glenn. Uh, and I only like know a game this, show. And I only think I know this because Alex Jones' earpiece fell out uh-huh. during a segment. And, and it was fucked up. It was really funny because I've never seen a man struggle so much with an earpiece. Where uh, 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 I think uh, it was his uh, left uh, ear. Uh, 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 if you have something come out of your left ear. Wouldn't you think instinctively to grab it with your left hand and put it back in your left ear? No. Not Alex. He decides to use his right hand, and you can hear him, and this was like a month or so ago, you can hear Was the camera angle from his right? No, it was like that. Okay, I was thinking maybe he was trying to like, you know, be surreptitious. And he kept growling and- yeah, like because he couldn't put it back on his head. God damn it! And it it picked up audio. I think you could sort of pick up the uh, the audio on his microphone, and you could definitely hear someone talking to him. Now it could have been a board op saying, "Well, we got this much time to a break or something." But I truly think that they get talking points, and that's why they wear them. Yeah, it's okay. Now, uh, if you ever watched um, like um, a Password or something like that, like the password is yeah. Cinnamon, you know, like okay, um, something that you put on pancakes, you know, like whatever, yeah, and that's exactly how it is, except for you don't have the voiceover because it's right. going in the but ear. It's like, it's like the oh. talking points are Sunstein, Second Bill of Rights, Woodrow Wilson, and Teddy Nazis. Roosevelt. Uh, well, guess what? 100 years, Sunstein, 
with a bill, second Bill of Rights, wants to take your freedoms away. Don't forget about Woodrow Wilson. See, I get it because I start slipping. That's not like a, a like an opera. Don't forget about Woodrow Wilson. I start slipping. <laughs> I start slipping into Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, when I yeah. when I do Glenn Beck, because you can't. Glenn Beck is such. Oh, well, I, oh, he just sounds Rush like Rush Limbaugh is easy <laughs> because you just act like a fat piece of shit. Well, yeah, Rush and Alex have distinctive voices. Uh, Glenn Beck just sounds like every other white guy. Right, but he's he's kind of got distinctive. I keep hearing yeah. it, and I really want to get it down so I can be like... You know what? You know, the best way to check it out, I do have a soundboard for you. <laughs> you and your fucking soundboard. Here you go, dude. buddy. Hold okay. on, I got to turn up. cocaine. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Hey. It, hey, ladies, five minutes into Netflix and chill. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up this wait, next wait, week's show. Quick, before the next episode, um, we have a contest. If you can tell which one of those was a soundboard and which one was me, you get a free trip to the bunker. <laughs> no, you don't. I yeah, don't want anybody in this bunker be, but us. Be 21. We can't let the, we you can't, have to be 21 and cool smoking crack. From Randy Quaid. No. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Randy Quaid, right? Randy, I, 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 not I, Dennis I, Quaid. Randy Quaid. I mean, Who has the crack, I, Tyler? I don't know. Interspace. Thanks, thanks for listening to another episode of Tinfoil Radio. Glenn Beck Part 2 in the books, and uh, we will be wrapping up our coverage on Glenn Beck next week. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about the Apology Tour, the Blaze, and all that fun all stuff. All sorts of sexy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get this podcast. It just seemed appropriate. I don't know why. On Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can also play it on Alexa. All you got to do is do this Alexa, play Tinfoil Radio. Because guess what? You can have it in your bathroom, hanging out with you. I'll be talking to you. You can listen to our shit while you take a shit. Second week in a row, Adam slash Grace. You better pay attention to when I say that. I think they I have to come up you. with something new every week now. We're going to make them. No, yeah. Oh. Well, no, no, that's kind of a lot of pressure, yeah. but <laughs> I think now the onus is on us because that was a great jumping point by them. Like, hey, I can hear your shit, but well, I'm, I'm going to give you something, but I got a real job. Mm. So here's something for you guys to start with, and then you go from sure. there. So we can't repeat it twice. That's, I mean, we did, but I think we should from there on. No more. There we go. That's a T-shirt. They're, they're That's always, a T-shirt. Hey, Tyler, you know front of it. When says, we when we finally get like really big and have like a fan club and all that shit and whatever fan club. Um, you know whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, they're definitely like grandfathered in. No dues. Yeah. No dues. Dues. You no, know what I'm not. Fuck I'm you, not getting into that. So fuck, <laughs> fuck your dues. Send in uh, if you got conspiracies. Send them on into Tinfoil Radio podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at tinfoil underscore radio oh i didn't get to do my ooi joke all right sparkly sunglasses i'm, I'm sorry buddy it's okay the we, moment's we passed move. we, we gotta, gotta move we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move. uh you can like us on facebook as well facebook.com slash tinfoil radio thank you so much for listening and uh, remember if you're listening to this and you hear this we're already dead Yes. Or we're smoking crack with Randy Quaid. Dennis? It's Randy, I'm pretty sure. Randy Quaid. What about both of them? <laughs> Ra- what is my problem?